KSL News Time, 545. The three things you need to know this hour first. Salt Lake City officially submitted its bid to host the 2034 Winter Olympics this morning. The Salt Lake City Committee for the Games say they hope to sign the contract to host the Games in the next few months. I'm KSL News Radio's Claire Scott. Second, we just learned a child had to be flown to the hospital this afternoon after being hit by a car at Spencer's Field in Tooele. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. The delays continue if you're southbound I-15 in Utah County from Lehigh to Linden. Northbound I-15 is still heavy and slow, leaving Murray up to about 10th North. After that, you're good to go all the way through Davis County. Ricky Meeson, the KSL Traffic Center. Warm and windy with temperatures in the 60s, and there's more where that came from. I'm Kevin Eubank. Half hour till sunset. It's 59 degrees at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios now. Our top national stories. ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger, a Massachusetts National Guard member accused of leaking classified military documents and posting them online has agreed to plead guilty. A judge will determine if Jack Texera's plea is voluntary. A court employee and a police officer were fatally shot as the employee tried to serve an eviction notice in Independence, Missouri. Another officer was critically injured. Eric Garza, the sheriff of Cameron County, Texas, says it's time to do something about the immigration crisis. I've been a long life resident of Cameron County, and this is going on since I was young. Uh, it's gotten worse. It seems to be a concerted effort to move individuals or immigrants into the U.S. President Biden today visited Brownsville, which is in Cameron County. Former President Trump was also in Texas in Eagle Pass. The Senate's expected to vote soon on a short-term spending measure, which will avoid a partial government shutdown this weekend. The House passed it today. This is ABC News. And time for the KSL In-Depth. March is about to roar in like a lion we have a high wind advisory for late tomorrow night ushering in a cold front and a blast of winter weather rocky mountain power says they're ready uh, spokesman jonah whitesides is joining me live now so what do you do to gear up when you know there's a storm coming like this a day or so beforehand okay we're back right okay we have spokesman jonah whitesides from rocky mountain power so what are you doing to gear up for this storm a day in advance Yes, hi. A couple of things we're doing. We have additional crews that we are pulling from areas that will not be affected by the storm to put them in the field and to also stage them so that we, and when we do have any outages, we can respond quickly and get our customers' power back on. You know, when, when the wind is going to be blowing it, well, how fast? We've been hearing about 50, 60 miles an hour during this storm. What are you hearing? That's also what our meteorologists have looked at, and that's why, you know, we have a little bit of concern for some of our infrastructure in those areas. I'm guessing there isn't much you can do to prevent power lines from blowing over. It's what you do afterwards that matters, right? It does. I mean, there is some hardening that we tend to do kind of off-season, and, and when I say off-season, outside of winter and fire season. But really, it is knowing that we can't overtake Mother Nature, so we do our best to make sure we have the crews the resources, and that we're just ready to respond quickly. Okay, from what I understand, this is going to roll in Friday night. Uh, the cold front is, is going to just snap things down into their 30s. Rain's going to change to snow on Saturday. What do I do if it's cold outside and my lights go out, my thermostat won't work? Do I call Rocky Mountain Power? What's the best move? Yes, absolutely. We do want customers to call us, and they can actually do that through a text if they prefer that as well. But we want to know where the outages are, even though our system will give, tell us specifically um, like a neighborhood or a certain portion of the grid. But by getting down to that individual level, we have a better idea of where that's at. And it just helps us to respond quicker 
And I would just say as far as your own home, you know, keep the windows closed, make sure those doors are shut. Hopefully, um, if you do experience an outage, we can get out there quickly and, and fix it relatively in a short amount of time. I really want to drill down on this. Do you prefer that people call you or text you? It really is just their preference. That's They are both um, in real time, so they're both being attended to by customer service reps, whether that is the text or the phone call. Uh, it, it really is um, It really is a preference. So right now, the job is to just schedule a lot of people to be on duty and wait, right? Yep, that is one of the other things. We do have additional customer service reps who are scheduled to work over the weekend. Well, I hope you're able to keep the lights on. Thanks so much for joining us, Spokesman Jonah Whitesides from Rocky Mountain Power. We appreciate it.